you talked about a multi-ethnic Britain and a multiracial Britain and about the ways in which this can be seen as offering uncertainties, perhaps especially in terms of the, the English being uncertain about what their ethnicity constitutes. What do we mean by ethnicity and why do you say both multiracial and multiethnic? We've operated for a long time with the notion of race. Now, in social science, really, the concept of race doesn't carry any meaning because the differences between what we would call one race and another are no greater than the differences within a so-called racial group. So it's not a respectable social science concept. But unfortunately, the world doesn't work according to social science. People feel that although there is no such thing actually as a clearly distinct race, that people are sort of divided according to different groups which they call races, and that racial difference is the most important difference between groups. And what they mean by that principally are physical and biological characteristics. Difference of colour, skin colour, differences in the shape of the head, differences in hair, physical features, bone structure and so on. The problems that we are talking about really don't have anything to do with their biology. It's not a genetic or biological question, but people understand it in terms of these racial differences rather than social or historical or economic or political differences. So that's why race, although it's not a, not a very sound social science concept, is still a very powerful cultural and social fact in our society. And people now, as it were, identify themselves according to race. People will say positively, I'm a black person. And they're not just thinking about the color of their skins. There are, of course, other differences, differences of language, differences of where you come from, differences of customs, differences of religion, and these more cultural differences are what we call ethnicity. A strong notion of ethnicity really includes groups of people who've lived together, intermarried with one another, that is to say they're part of the same kinship group. So in the end, even ethnicity comes down to nature. It's sort of related to nature, although not as directly as race. And the fact is that in modern societies like Britain, people are discriminated against on both grounds, both because they're black and because they speak a different language or have a different religion. So there are really two kinds of racisms operating in Britain now. There's biological racism, which which is what we mean when we say racism, and there's the racism attributed to cultural difference, which has more to do with ethnicity. And we need to look at all of these different dimensions, these different concepts and how they relate to each other in explaining people's perception of the changes which we've been talking about in terms of, for example, ethnic diversity, which can be partly celebrated at something like the Notting Hill Carnival yes. and is taken up by people of very different ethnic groups. And on the other hand, the racism, which is explicit in some instances and less so in others, in people's comments like the voice we heard where the woman suggested that white people were being in some way overrun. Yes, it's quite complicated, you see, because, in fact, race has a positive feature too. If I say, which I would say, I'm a black intellectual, I don't regard that negatively. That's just to say what I am. Yeah. So, you know, the very fact that black is a racialized term doesn't mean that it's necessarily negative. In the same way, if I said I'm a Muslim, that's not necessarily a negative term, but in the current circumstances, it very often is. So it has different and interrelated dimensions. Yes. The things that we've talked about have pointed to 
the need to retain the concept of race, though. The movement within perhaps some areas of social science to talking more about ethnicity and to talking about the UK as a multi-ethnic society could be seen as too neutral, as overlooking the tensions and the dimensions of race and racism which relate to inequalities as well as to cultural diversity, the kind of celebration that was in the earlier extracts. Yes, I think that you could say that ethnicity is sometimes used to kind of uh, smooth out and make more acceptable what it seems rather harsh and rigid when we talk about race. But I think you can be just as discriminated against because of your ethnicity as you can because of your race. So I won't, don't make the distinction in that way. I think it's important to know why you're being discriminated against in both race and ethnicity when they're treated as fixed properties, you see, things which you are just because of your innate being, your natural being, they're imprinted in your genes, you can't do anything about them, you can't have a compensatory education system which tries to improve your chances because you're just stupid because you're black or because you're Asian. Well, when they're treated like that, they have been what I would call racialized. Now, biological traits can be racialized and cultural differences can be racialized. That is why we can't get rid of the notion of race and racialization as a process. Yeah, and it has happened in the UK, for example, with Welsh people and with Irish people. I can actually remember it in my lifetime, seeing no Welsh and no Irish at um, properties to let in London. It's wider than that. I mean, if you think about what's happened in Kosovo or in Bosnia... People who, uh, from the outside, look almost exactly the same and indeed have been very close together. But they can be ethnically cleansed in the same way as people can be racially uh, disadvantaged. So it can be a very harsh form of discrimination. That's all I'm saying. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.